Why does Elijah never do the mic check? Because I am the master. Yeah, I, have the master the I have the master track. I have to sync. I sync you guys uh, to my track. Yeah, but it makes us feel better if you did one one. All right, one, testing yeah. one, yeah, two, three. So, doing science. Jerry tells the jokes. Dean sings the songs and gets the girl. Pizza time. If you guys were the inventors of Facebook, invented Facebook. I just want to take another look at you. Come to the coast. We get together, have a few laughs. Okay, here we go. Welcome back to another episode of Loose Concept, the loosest conceptual movie podcast on the internet. My name is Elijah Smith, and joining me tonight, as per usual, from across the world wide web, ladies and gentlemen, the the the, the, um, the father of the the I don't I forget. Yep. I'm I'm struggling. Man. <laughs> yep. The paterfamilias of personal finance, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. Sean Mackey on the line. Sean, welcome back to the program. Thank you. It's great to be back. Super pumped. Sean, when you come on, like when I enter, you got to have like something ready to go. You're usually just like, great, I, thanks. I never have anything ready. I don't know how to respond. It's like if you were telling someone I love you and they said thanks. <laughs> Should I have an intro back for you? Like thank you. No, Elijah. no, you just you just have some 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 content ready to roll, you know. I know the content though. It, it's a little bit of a slow go at the beginning. I've got to get back into yeah. it. Yeah, we're finding so, our sea so legs cool. here. Yeah. When this comes out, it'll have been at least three weeks without a without a loose concept episode. So I'm out of practice. This this I've just been re- listening to pods, not doing pods. True. Mm. We're we're practicing, practicing. Also joining us from the other end of the line, the uh, the other guy who's on this podcast quite frequently wow. as a co co uh, guest guy, Rudy Rudolph. Welcome back to the program, Mister Italy himself. Yeah, and you you want me? You expect me to just fire off some hot content with that kind of introduction, huh? That's that's yeah. what you uh, want from me. Are you changing your name to Rudy Rudolfino? <laughs> Rudolfino. Yeah. Ru- Ru- now that just Rudolfo. You've, like been to Italy. Straight Rudolfo. One name like uh, Michelangelo, Leonardo, Da Vinci. Just just Rudolfo. 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 Rudy, I heard yeah. you have a good story from Paris. <laughs> we were staying was, in Paris. It was pretty riveting. Nah, it's pretty lame. This lady couldn't no. get home. Uh, Felt okay. really sad. Yeah. These people had a. Uh, dogs on the plane for nine hours like it was a nine hour eight hour flight what wow i'm just i don't know but like it was there and i don't know where it's pooping where it's peeing where it's doing its business (laughs) did it have a diaper no no it's just a you know free free ball on it did they take her maybe they they took them in the bathroom maybe they went into on the toilet like humans (laughs) i didn't notice that wow i didn't notice that but that would be uh very funny how big was the dog (laughs) It was like, you know, probably three or four bears. What? Three or four bears? Like Sean's dog bear. Oh, oh, Sean's oh. dog bear, like three or four of them. <laughs> gotcha. I was going to say, that's a bear. That's a shout big out dog. to Bear. <laughs> it was enormous. No. That's the first shout out he's gotten. Yeah. So are you all vaca- vacationed out? Yeah. I'm done. I'm ready to just work in an office five days a week, you know? <laughs> Aren't all vacations like it's that? Done. You just want to be done and work in an office Back five days a week? Office. No. Not that I'm For everybody who didn't know, Rudy's Rudy's coming off of two weeks in uh, the, the the hills of Italy, mm-hmm. just vibing, straight mm-hmm. vibing. Mm-hmm. One of those weeks with a, a famed Loose Concept guest, Greg Farns, slash Loose Concept Troll. On the Instagram account, <laughs> I saw Greg got a haircut. Buzz cut, Greg. Yeah, buzzed it. Buzz cut. It's buzz cut season. What? I, I kind of miss floppy Greg, but buzz cut Greg's fine, I guess. Yeah, yeah I think yeah, best Greg is floppy mustachioed Greg. Ooh, yeah, floppy, floppy best, must, probably. floppy stringy mustache Greg. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, but I miss you guys. You were at the beach, Elijah. You were soaking up the rays. Yeah. Yeah, I was on the beach with the the fam, vibing. Good times. Did you have yeah. good weather? Mm, uh, it was mostly good. There was one day it rained. 
Monday it rained. Uh, one night it rained. I don't know. Yeah. I can't remember. It was a blur. Sounds like it was it's good. never long enough, you know? Never long enough. Vacations. They're over too soon. You, you know. know. <laughs> 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 on uh, on this this week's episode, we uh, we just sort of have a grab bag of content. We couldn't pick a specific movie to roll with. We were going to go with No Sudden Move, but... um. As we'll get into later, we have some opinions on that, which make it not ideal for a uh, full episode. So we're doing doing a whole bunch of content here. We've got a couple of trailers lined up we want to get into. We've got um, some some movies that we've seen that we want to touch on. Just a whole plethora. So there's something for everybody here. Something for you, something for your brother, something for your significant other, something for your grandmother, something for everybody. So what you can do is you can share this podcast with them. Say, here, this is a good starter episode. They talked about random stuff and vacations for like the first 20 <laughs> minutes. It's great. It's total snooze fest. Total snooze Put this on when you're trying to fall asleep. <laughs> your grandmother will love it. Uh, pass it around. Um, yeah. You can do that by going to the the Apple podcast thing and subscribing. If you're already subscribed to the podcast, you can unsubscribe and subscribe again because I think that juices the numbers because Apple apparently only cares about new subscribers. So if you unsubscribe and subscribe again, I think you count as a new subscriber. Ooh, love it. And uh, so, yeah, you can do that. Yeah. Or you can leave a review there or whatever. You can subscribe to us on Spotify. Uh, you can follow us on Instagram. And Twitter at Loose Concept Pod. You can send an email to looseconceptpod at gmail.com. Oh, speaking of that, do you hear that off in the distance? Oh, oh. it's coming closer, ladies and gentlemen. It's the Pony Express. <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow. Didn't see that coming. We're just full of energy tonight, ladies and gentlemen. The podcast is dying, I feel like, very slowly. Yep. yep. <laughs> This is just an exercise in dragging something yep. out past its lifespan. <laughs> we have no, uh, no, nothing in the email version of the Pony Express except for an invoice for this pot, our podcasting software. Um, so shouts to Podbean, freaking sponsor the pods. We have to pay you every month, you turds. <laughs> oh my word! But we do have a Pony Express. This one came in on the Instagram from from a very beloved beloved listener. Uncle Christian Uncle writing into the, the 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 podcast. He writes, "This was a via Instagram message, so we read everything we do that gets sent to us on every platform. Uh, and this is no exception." Uncle Christian writes, "Was talking to my nephew today. By the way, he forgot to call his uncle to say happy Shoot, birthday. Dude, I talked to him wow, today. He got this. Terrible. I know. I totally forgot. Terrible. It nephew. just wasn't cool because nobody told me. Nobody reminded me. And then my calendar, even which has his birthday in the calendar, didn't say." Send me the reminder, oh so I blame Apple. Tim Apple. Rookie mistake. Terrible nephew. If I had known, if someone had told me it was Uncle Christian's birthday, that would have been on my calendar with seven different yeah, alerts. Gotta get the different Same thing happened to your birthday, Elijah. The alerts were there, and then nothing sent. Anyway, what does Uncle Christian no, have to say? That's all right. You just forgot my birthday. It's fine. <laughs> yes. Boom. Anyway, he keeps writing. Uh, he tells me... Rudy tells Uncle Christian, he tells me I'm moving near Sean. So when Rudy comes for a visit, I propose loose concept pod by the pool podcast. Mm. What is he referring to here? Okay, so Uncle Christian is moving his house from Long Island to North Carolina. And I think he's only going to be like an hour away from Charlotte. And he wants us all to go to his house. He's moving his house? Well, he's moving houses. He's not moving his house. He's moving (laughs) houses. See, I was th- I was thinking they would put his house on a tractor trailer <laughs> yeah, and drive like, it down oh my to word. Carolina. That'd be epic. No, that's not what's happening. But yeah, he's moving so he's down to close North to Sean, Carolina. so you guys can hang out. Nice. Yeah. Pod boys. Onus is on you now to go hang out with Uncle yeah, Christian Sean. Sean. It's on you. <laughs> if you're a real one, you'll do that. Anyway, thanks to Uncle Christian for writing in. We, I'm down for any pod by yeah. the pool. We got. I gotta get back down got, to Charlotte gotta, sometime. Rep the the old country. The old country? Mm. <laughs> I have no takes. Yeah, <laughs> that's great. That's that's what you want. That's what you want to hear your podcast co-host saying right there. I have no takes. <laughs> They're just not hitting, dude. We haven't got. We're really primed for success here. Let's get into it. Yeah, time to get into it. Let's get into the content. The meat, the, the potatoes, content. the podcast. We've got a couple trailers lined up. First off, off the bat. The new Venom trailer, Venom 2, Let There Be Carnage. Boom. It's more Tom Hardy in a superhero movie that uh, he can do weird voices in. Mm. 
Um, it's also got a Woody Harrelson along for the ride this time around playing Red Venom. <laughs> so you have Blue Venom oh, from the word. first Venom movie and Red Venom. Um, so there's that. And there's there's uh, some people talking about there might be a Spider-Man cameo in this because I think Sony and Marvel or Disney did some some finagling, some deal or something and got that figured out. Oh, wow. So that's all, that they're talking about that. I don't know. What did you guys think of this trailer? Good or bad? Good, bad, or ugly? I don't know. I mean, I liked... I, I remember you sending Elijah some cool stuff about Tom Hardy like writing this movie during COVID and stuff. I think I just might be superheroed out. I think mm. I'm still yes, Sean. <laughs> still exactly reeling from like all of the Marvel movies. Yeah, I feel like I go on a roller coaster where it's like I'm really into it, can't get enough, and then I'm like at a trough, and I'm just like in the trough, can't can't yeah. do anything else. What do you think? I agree with you when it comes to most uh, superhero movies, but this isn't really a superhero movie. This is just like a Tom Hardy having a ball, just <laughs> going to town movie. And so it's not doesn't really count as a superhero movie. It's like a weird sort of alternate universe superhero movie. It's like a superhero movie in a world where the Marvel movies never happened. It's like if we kept going down the tra- trajectory of the Tobey Maguire Spider-Mans, like this <laughs> yeah. was eventually going to happen. Um I love that the story is by Tom Hardy. Like Tom Hardy himself is coming up with the story for this movie, which I think is hilarious. (laughs) Yeah, and great. That's a plus. That's probably the reason why I would go see it. I love the fact that it's directed by a CGI guru, Andy Serkis. He's getting behind the camera uh, for this one. So I think that's gonna that's gonna con- contribute to some interesting stuff. Um, like we said, Woody Harrelson is on board this time around, and his character his character's name is Cletus Cassidy. So I'm always on board for any movie <laughs> where there's a character named Cletus. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. I'm I'm in. What other movies have somebody named Cletus? Not not enough. That's not the enough. answer. Okay. Hmm. Yeah, I mean it's intriguing that they let Tom Hardy write this just from. Marvel really and Sony controlling these franchises. I think that's the most interesting part of it to see if it yeah does well with kind of the care the the actors kind of having that much ownership of the script. So I'm interested to see how it does. It's Might just be. weird for a guy who's been in as many artsy movies as Tom Hardy has to be like, you know what my passion project yeah. is to come up with a story for Venom. Yeah, <laughs> true. Yeah. Yeah, it seems like he has a lot of passion that he's, like, writing it on his iPad, you said, or something. (laughs) Yeah, it's great. It's like taking voice memos on his iPhone. More power to him. It's it's all he cares about is his one true project, Venom. What if he just keeps bankrolling Venom movies? Like, he's just like, we're doing (laughs) this. This just bombs. And there's, like, like six other Venom movies. He just keeps submitting it to different, like, Toronto Film Festival, all this stuff. I love it. I love people doing weird, dumb stuff. And this is definitely a a weird, dumb thing for Tom Hardy to do. So I'm all in. Well, Johnny Depp spent all his money on who knows what. Tom Hardy, if he ends up being broken in 10 years, it'll be because of the Venom franchise. Yeah, we'll know why. (laughs) Self-bankrolling it. And he won't regret. Won't regret a thing. Rudy, did you have any takes on Venom? Let there be carnage. Um, yeah, kind of along the lines with Sean saying I'm kind of like burnt out. I do, uh, I do like Tom Hardy. I just feel like, you know, I'm always hesitant when the actors write their own, you know, write the script that is being. Is he is he writing the script or is he just directing? No, he wrote the story. He wrote Andy it. Circus is directing. Oh, right. Gollum is directing. <laughs> The guy from Planet of the Apes. Gollum. Caesar from Planet of the Apes. Um, the guy who's only ever acted with dots stuck to his face. Um, He's the director. Yeah, I feel like um, I'm always hesitant because I feel like when when actors write scripts that they act in, it's like either it goes one of two ways where it kind of like downplays them and they like play the humble thing, like which just rarely happens where it's like, oh... You know, my character is just like a small part, which just isn't going to be it because it's called Venom and it's got lots of scenes with Tom Hardy. Or it's like super, like, it's just like the most outrageous, like, look inside of somebody, an actor's soul, which is like usually not a very good place to look. 
So I feel like we could get some really interesting uh, insight as to who Tom Hardy is with this movie. Who he really, who he really is. is. He's really just a dude that loves CGI comic book movies. <laughs> Which is great. I'm happy. To, I hope that's what it reveals. I hope it's not like a message movie somewhere deep inside, you know? <laughs> Venom yeah. is climate change. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Venom climate 1 change. was really good. I enjoyed Venom 1 a lot. It was like very, like I said, it's like a movie that exists in a world where the only superhero movies ever made were the Tobey Maguire Spider-Man. <laughs> <laughs> just picks up where those left off, which I, which is great, so... It's just, I don't know. It's interesting, though, because apparently, I was just reading this. This is supposed to go, and actually, I was saying these are standalone, but they're not really. They These are supposed to go in the same universe as the upcoming Jared Leto Morbius uh, movie, which we talked about on a what? Loose Concept episode. Like, when was that? That must have been like a year 20 ago episodes or ago or something. Yeah. yeah. It was an early, early episode. We talked about Morbius. Where Jared Leto is going to be a vampire, but apparently the same universe. Really? So, do with that information what you will. Nothing. If they keep making money, money, they're going to keep making them. <laughs> I guess. Go back to the well. Morbius. I think it's time to transition to our next trailer, though. Trailer number two for the week. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. We told you this is a grab bag of content. We're doing double trailer of the week. Maybe triple trail of the week? I don't know. Trailer number two, House of Gucci. House of Gucci. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm all the way in on this one. Anytime uh, you get Adam Driver, just just being a weirdo, I just feel like... <laughs> in Italy? Are you kidding? <laughs> in Italy? It'd only be better if you only had one arm. That'd make it the only thing that made it better. House of Gucci. House of the Gooch. So this is, uh, this is about the... Um, it's a, a story spanning three decades of love, betrayal, decadence, revenge, and ultimately murder. Wow. You see what a name means, what it's worth, and how far a family would go for control. So it's Gucci. about these Gucci people who apparently were big in fashion. I don't know. Gucci. Was Gucci. Hashtag Gucci. Um, got a lot of people in this one. Some big names. Uh, Adam Driver, as you mentioned. Al Pacino on board. Lady Gaga. Salma Hayek. And uh, the real story here is uh, Jared Leto is in this movie. But yeah. He's, oh, yeah. He looks like so different. Well, he looks like Jeffrey Tambor. So they like spent a ton of money getting Jared Leto like a ton of makeup to make him look like Jeffrey Tambor. That's like just, just put true. Jeffrey Tambor in the movie. Yeah, he would have cost you like 100000 the vet minimum. Jared Leto's in the makeup trailer for four hours a day, and you could just... <laughs> get jeffrey tambor for free right now i think he had some sort of me too thing so he's probably extra cheap (laughs) i got jeremy irons too (laughs) (laughs) i just love when i love when we're all very quiet and then all of a sudden all three of us talk at the same time nobody knows when (laughs) the next person's gonna talk it's like two waves in the ocean like crashing into each other I'm saying Jeremy yeah, Irons yeah. is playing a dude named Rudolfo Gucci, which I'm all all in on. Who wears uh, ascots? Yes. I was gonna. I'm a one of my long long time uh, ideas for a company, a startup company, is to have an ascot company called Kick. Kick. Yeah. Our co- with, nice. Yeah, Kick Ascots. Ah. Get it. I like that. Genius, right? I like that's good. That is genius. You gotta keep that idea. Kick ascots. Let let me know if you uh, want to invest in, in my my venture. Uh, I'm taking uh, seed money now, so hit me up if you're Series interested a. in that. It's anyway, nice. House of Gucci in or out, Sean? I'm in. I think this could be interesting. I mean, I don't know much about like this whole storyline, so I feel like just as an interest piece, it'd be interesting to find out what happened because I don't really know anything about the story, so um Mm, from just uh kind of biography standpoint of finding out something about this family it seems pretty interesting like a lot of the actors and actresses in it yeah um i think it is funny that like you said they made jared leto like gain 30 pounds and just like completely have to do makeup every day just to be in this movie um but yeah adam driver i think look like jeffrey tambor exactly um, Adam Driver's kind of doing a different piece coming out of Star Wars. Um, Lady Gaga's an actress now, I guess. Um, <laughs> it's it's funny that she keeps getting roles, you know, because I think she was good in her last one. So it's just 
growing up in the age that we did and listening to her music kind of like uh top 50 us and then now she's in like all of these kind of oscar buzz movies is kind of a funny 180 mm-hmm. please don't stop the music how much was a marky mark like a, a musician before he was an actor like was he as famous as lady gaga was as a musician? no 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 i think not. it's kind of a one-hit she's, wonder yeah i think so too I, I she's definitely more musician than actress uh Marky Mark has always been more actor than musician, I think. Gotcha. Um, it, it's the main reason this is interesting in terms of Lady Gaga is in that in A Star is Born, she's pretty much playing herself, I think, which is like, you know, whatever. But this is like she's got to play someone else, which I think is when you see if these people really have what it takes to be an actor mm. or not. So something to keep an eye out for. I'm out on this movie, though. It looks like a, a snooze fest. <laughs> or it's a snooze fest. <laughs> Snooze fest. What are, are you in or out, Rudy? I'm in. I'm in. I just want to see the uh, yeah. the costumes. You know, I think the costumes are going to be really uh, yeah outstanding. Just hear the word Gucci said five thousand. What times. a great name, right? I mean, a Gucci. Gucci. <laughs> you just want to see it because Jeremy Irons' character is named Rudolfo. Rudolfo. Oh, boy. Rudolfo. <laughs> Rudolfo. <laughs> All right. So the last night, it's our next, last or duel. the last duel, it's our next trailer. Uh, this is uh, coming out, I don't know, sometime in 2021. King Charles the Sixth declares that Knight Jean de Carogues settle his dispute with his squire by challenging him, him to a duel. And this notably has Ben Affleck and Matt Damon reuniting for the first time since, I don't know, Goodwill Hunting. There's probably been a time they reunited before that, but I don't care. Um, <laughs> it also has Adam Driver. And uh, Judy Comer, and those are the stars, apparently. Julian Firth, you got to think he's related to Colin Firth. He's also going to be in this. Um, <laughs> he's got just got The main thing is it's got Ben Affleck and Matt Damon in it. Uh, <laughs> Julian Firth. Rudy, what's, what, what's your thoughts on this? Yeah, was, and there's really only one, thing, one, big t- one major takeaway from this movie. Um, yeah, go is ahead. Is it Matt Damon's facial hair and haircut? Yeah, Matt Damon is rock, <laughs> rocking the mullet, the bull cut mullet <laughs> with a uh, chin only goatee <laughs> combo, which is a look. It is not great. I'll say it that. is not great. <laughs> I hate seeing that. It's it's like he's getting back in touch with his Boston roots or something. Yeah. Homeless Boston man. Boston. Um, I didn't see Ben Affleck though. <laughs> I don't know if I just wasn't paying attention close to, up to the trailer. Ben Affleck is also in it. He also has a bowl cut without the mullet, but his is dyed blonde, and he also has a goatee. I, I didn't see oh, him at all. <laughs> so some just just wild hair hair decisions from the the Boston boys here. But the, Sean, uh, how do you feel about this one as a fellow Boston Bostonian? I'm all person. in, hundred percent. Really. Yeah, I love medieval movies, so anytime there's a movie set in that time period, I'm usually going to go see it. <laughs> and I don't think, has Ben Affleck or Matt Damon been in a medieval movie that we know of? I was trying to look up their IMDb. Like, have they ever been I in this time know. period, do you think? Um, I'm looking at their... It's just a, it's just funny seeing them in here because you just see them in modern times so much. You're like, wait, what? <laughs> well, see, that's the thing. It's like you're you're watching this trailer and it just takes you out of it because it's like, well, that's Matt Damon yeah. <laughs> and that's Ben <laughs> yeah, Affleck, true. and they just have weird they just have weird haircuts. Yeah. So yeah. all you're you're not like watching the the actual story of this Jean de Carogues guy or whatever. It's like. Yeah. Nah, dog. That's that's just a weird looking Matt Damon. <laughs> it's just Boston set in Europe. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, they're all just like hanging out with Boston accents. It's just the movie The Town the Red Sox. in medieval Europe. <laughs> <laughs> with bad haircuts. Which I would actually which go might see. Be more, which would probably be, yeah, it would probably be a more interesting movie than whatever this is going to be. But <laughs> what are, are you guys in or out? My friend Zach sent me this trailer, uh, and that was the first exposure I had to it. And I uh, watched it, and then I sent him back the uh, the Knight's Tale trailer because I thought that a Knight's Tale just looked like a better version of this movie. Ooh. So that that was my really only takeaway. <laughs> that if was I recall, remember, I was a huge response. fan of a Knight's Tale. Yeah, I mean, I'm not a huge fan of a Knight's Tale either, but uh, <laughs> this Sorry, is, it looks better than this movie. Um, yeah, shouts to Nick Jarrett. Sorry, dog. 
I'm out. I too am out. Uh, or I oh. am out on this movie. I'm out on this movie too. I guess is what I'm trying to say. I just think Matt Damon and Ben Affleck are too too popular. They can't they be, be in, in like the period pieces. Yeah, the origin story. It's kind of crazy how we're gonna how we're like linking these these trailers together because we uh, first trailer <laughs> yeah. we talked about was uh, uh, what was the first one we talked about? <laughs> Venom. Oh, Venom. Venom. No link. Yeah, we talked about Venom, then House of which Gucci. is connected to the the Morbius universe, which has Jared Leto, yes. who is in the House of Gucci movie, and then the House of Gucci movie also has Adam Driver, who Ooh. is in the Last Duel. So we're just I like linking these going. trailers together. Next, we're going to talk about the tra- the trailer for Stillwater, which is out, but we haven't seen. Rudy, have you seen the Stillwater trailer? Which has Matt Damon in it. Wait, I have seen the Stillwater trailer. He's like a redneck guy. Yeah, has Matt Damon basically it's like taken? Yeah, basically he's this redneck die guy who uh, goes over uh, across the uh, the big across pond the pond to uh, clear the name of his daughter who has been accused of killing her girlfriend or something like that. I don't know. Um, so the, yeah, it's basically a uh, MAGA Matt Damon. MAGA Matt Damon. Yeah, <laughs> he's got a goatee. His his hair hair choices uh, are horrible. a little bit better than in the last Still duel. Terrible though, but uh, yeah, also also not great. Goatees are not back, contrary to my own face currently. <laughs> Goatees are not back. This movie looks like literally the one of the worst movies of all time. This trailer is like what? a total snooze fest. I've I've seen it before, like three different movies now, and it's yeah. it looks awful every time. I'm all the way out on Stillwater. I think his. Like, I'm in for accent. anything. Oh. Go ahead. Go, Rudy. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna go. go. Um, I think his accent is so like intentionally. It's like so intentionally <laughs> overdone that it's like sucking all yeah. the oxygen out of the trailer. It's like everyone yeah. else is like doing their normal accent. And you're like, wait, why is this guy doing this totally weird like accent that isn't his? <laughs> That was my piece. Matt well, the Damon problem is these movies where these stars like try and be like a common person, yeah, yeah. and it's like you have no idea what it's like <laughs> to be a normal person. So you pretending to be a normal person isn't convincing anybody. Yeah. You're like you're too out of touch. You don't know what that's like. Like you're so clearly not you a know normal where person. Oklahoma is. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Matt Damon couldn't point to Oklahoma on a map if he tried. Yeah. He went to Harvard. He probably could. Uh, nah, I don't know. Wait, no, I think this... did he actually go to Harvard, or was that just his character in Goodwill Hunting? <laughs> a sidebar. He did go to Harvard, <laughs> and I saw in my local news that he actually endorsed a judge running for like local judge in the town next door to mine because he was roommates with him at Harvard. Isn't that funny? Oh wow! See, he doesn't know what it's like to be a MAGA guy no, from the middle no. middle America. He has no idea, but he's gonna try and play one in a movie. What a joke. I'm out on Stillwater. Big trash. Sorry, Sean. Do you have thoughts? Stillwater thoughts? So you you, you guys are both out? Both out. I think it, it was only intriguing to me because I like Matt Damon and anything that um, is similar to Jason Bourne where he's just kind of beating people up. Um, so the rage... The rage to get his daughter out of jail. I was like, okay, this might bring out some, some um, uh, Jason Bourne like qualities in this movie. So I don't know. I'm I'm halfway in, halfway out. I think it's gonna be a snooze fest. I don't think it'll be a snooze fest. I mean, I think it'll be intriguing, but it may not hit like you're saying, where the character's just kind of out of touch. I wonder if he became like a MAGA rally uh, participant, to, <laughs> um, sort of. Like, was he part of the January six riots? <laughs> well, that's the funny thing I was just thinking about because, like, I think it's gonna be like, I can just picture all these like Hollywood elites sitting around being like, "Okay, how do we reach out to this like, to these unwashed masses?" Like, okay, let's make a movie about a regular guy, right? But then, like they, they still make him like a lib. Like he's still like they still make him just like themselves. It's like, well, he's got to be the hero. So, he's a woke yeah. regular guy. Don't worry. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's from Stillwater. Because they can't fathom fathom rooting for somebody who doesn't share their exact yeah. political uh, opinion. Exactly. Like those are only bad people. So we'll just make a woke Midwesterner. 
Yeah, it's funny. It's like you want to make this movie want to make this movie interesting make it a movie about that guy that was wearing that like buffalo helmet hat that idiot in the on, in the <laughs> capital with the flag painted on his face yeah. and with the buffalo hat he's trying to save his daughter in france Oof. now yeah. we have a motion picture Oof. baby <laughs> and he's running from the he's running from the fbi in america because they're trying to track him <laughs> 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 matt damon should play that guy yeah you want to you want to challenge brave that's your challenge i don't know it's just these people are they they're so like out of touch it's it's like i don't know i don't know it's pathetic but i i agree with sean's thing it's like can you imagine like matt damon's doing research for this role and he accidentally like is at the uh the capital insurrection <laughs> he's like they're showing these people like walking through the capital and like wait is that matt damon in the background <laughs> oh my word yep that's he's him. growing out his goatee waving a confederate flag <laughs> he gets stopped at airport people. security he's just really just doing the character it's on a <laughs> no no it's list. a character i swear <laughs> um well, why do you have this buffalo helmet Matt Damon? <laughs> mm. anyway i'm trying to find a way to uh tie stillwater <laughs> into this our last trailer here that we're going to talk about and I, i'm not not finding one um so we're just going to get right into it. Our last and final trailer of the week is uh, the um, the Cinderella movie on Amazon starring the one and only Camila Cabello. Cabello? Cabello? Camilla, I don't know how to say her name. I don't know how to I'm say I'm probably it. saying it like a, a, a white male because I am a white male. <laughs> Camila Cabello is playing uh, Cinderella, which is a... Uh, is a, a thing that's happening on Amazon Prime. <laughs> you can watch that happening. trailer. It's, it's got a. It's. I think it's gonna be a musical. It looks like it's yeah. got a Pierce Brosnan in it as the king, which is another thing that's happening. Um, and it's got a Edina Menzel as the wicked stepmother of a uh, of Frozen fame, or as uh, John Travolta calls her Adele Mazim. Adele Mazim. <laughs> The wickedly talented Adele <laughs> Yeah, listeners, you can watch the trailer because Rudy and Elijah didn't watch the trailer. Um, <laughs> oh, I watched it. Oh, you did. <laughs> yeah, I watched the trailer. I, I'm, as I thought going into the trailer, I still think coming out of the trailer, I'm out on this movie. Yeah, I'm out. I don't know how many Cinderellas we need. Yeah, didn't they just make one with someone else in it? A live action They've one? They've made like 16 No, Cruella. Cinderella's. They made a Cruella. No, no they I just made a that. Cinderella with uh, with Lily James. Yeah, like and Richard three years Madden. ago or something. Yeah, Kate Blanchett was a stepmother. Classic. I think it was on Dis- Disney Plus or something. Well, I, I think the thing it, is, I, I, I'm looking there's at no it copyright on, on the material, so anybody can just come out with a movie. So, Yeah. And we're doing a Cinderella. Yeah. Um. This has a uh, has, uh, Billy Porter playing the fairy godmother, or Fab G as she's being called, which is uh, also a, a choice. A, um, yeah. So there, there's another thing. Head into direction. Uh, I don't know who that is. Biggest mistake by Amazon, I think, on this one was not just ponying up and getting Sean Mendes to mm. play Prince Charming mm. here. Oh like, yeah. Instead, they got some other guy, I think, uh, some other heartthrob kid who's like, he's like, you have to scroll like 17 people down on the uh, the cast yeah, on IMDb to even find his name. That's not a good Nicholas sign. Galitzine is yeah. going to be the prince. They would have, they would have he's maybe j- made their money back if they had Shawn Mendes be the prince. Yeah, he's basically just a guy that looks like Shawn Mendes. Mm. Oh, wow. What a waste. Yeah, I'm out. So, three outs for uh, three outs. Cinderella. And that's the end of the inning, folks. <laughs> <laughs> what a surprise. Everyone, the, the three uh, three late 20s white male are all out on the Amazon Prime Cinderella. <laughs> Wouldn't have seen that one coming. Anyway, that's our that's our trailer breakdown. We hit so many trailers yeah. there. That was so many. That was impressive. That was a lot of trailers on our part. Yeah, a lot we of trailer tra- time. You can it- uh, go look up those. Call it the trailer park. <laughs> the trailer. That's a, <laughs> that's the name of this episode. The trailer park. <laughs> um, 
we've uh we've also been watching some movies in our time off so we're gonna touch on those yeah. those quick and then that we're gonna wrap up like we said this is a grab bag episode so you're getting a little bit of everything here um firstly a movie that i saw that nobody else has seen which is not going to make it super interesting to talk about <laughs> since no one else has seen it. But uh, I, I saw it and I want to talk about it. Is, um, the, no, The Green oh, Knight, Knight, which is not a sequel to The Batman <laughs> Dark Knight. No, this is uh, Dev Patel uh, traipsing around through a, a mystical wonderland of sorts, um, trying to find a Green Knight who he has an appointment with, and the Green Knight's going to cut his head off. Um, so oh, yeah, wow. dang! Isn't that funny? The thing about Batman, like Batman is the Dark Knight, but Bruce Wayne could be considered the Green Knight because he's so rich, right? Yeah, because he's Ooh. got the money. LOL. Well, wow. did you uh, love it as much as you thought you would? Yeah. So that was the thing. I went into this. I had low expectations for it, but um, at the same time, I like I really wanted to like it, and I just I couldn't. I walked Aww. away, um, Aww. not loving it. It's just like. I'm a simple man, and it's just a little too too artsy for me. It was beyond. Yeah. My, it's one of those movies like, you know, where you're watching the movie and you can tell the director is trying to like get some sort of message across to you, and you just can't understand what the message. <laughs> like, he's he was trying to make some kind of a point with this movie, and I just don't know what the point was. <laughs> oh, it's oh, like when no. you're talking to somebody on the phone and it keeps breaking up. You're like, I want to know what you're saying, but I just can't, I can't um, hear you, man. Yeah. It's like I'm your sorry, internet's I bad. Get off. You know? That's yeah, a shame. exactly. Well, I feel uh, like... Um, you, I, I don't I, know if I want to see this now. Yeah, You said you had low expectations, Elijah, but I feel like it's... You're, you saying you had low expectations is... Because you, in talking to you, you were like excited to see this movie, and that's... I feel like your low expectations yeah. are you prevent trying to prevent yourself from hurting yourself on this movie by having high expectations <laughs> you know what i mean i really yeah exactly i really wanted to like it i went into it like with the intention of liking it and it was just too bizarre yeah. but sean i think you you should go see it because i think this is your type of movie sean i think you would dig this yeah you said very 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 stoked yeah i was very stoked <laughs> so i don't know if i don't know if you were lowering your expectations enough <laughs> You can have excitement but. with low expectations. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, I, I was really interested in it. The first time I heard about it, I got like an Instagram ad um, about the background of the story. Like there's only one copy of the original manuscript. Um, so it's pretty intriguing. So I'll, I'll I'll go see it and then give an update later on the pod. Yeah, it's based off a poem that a bunch of like dudes were really into. I think Tolkien was like really into that into it and some other like dudes like that who wrote a lot of stuff that a lot of people like. Um but yeah, it's it was a big like arts fest. You'd love it. It's very artsy, Sean. Oh, thank you. Looking forward it looks to like it. Looks like this like the cinematography of it's really good and like Yeah the colors and stuff and like the way it was filmed is really good. It's just very confusing as to what's happening and what's going on and like what the point is of the whole thing. And like, like I said, there's some sort of message they're trying to uh, convey and you just can't understand it. And it's just like, I don't know. Just didn't do it for me. It's a little, a little bit let down. Huh? So, yeah, I'll even, I think you'll like expectations. Lower than yours. You should definitely you should definitely go see it, Sean. Okay. I think you'll dig it. The thing with these movies, it's like if they just made like this one, if they just made it like twenty five percent more conventional, it would have been incredible. Mm. But it was like that last twenty five percent was just too weird, mm. you know. Mm-hmm. So, the Green Knight. That's our little the recap Green Knight. for that word. We may revisit the topic once uh, some uh, some other people have seen it. Once Sean has seen it, but um. So that's that one. Another new movie. Speaking about artsy, unconventional movies, we finally did it. Sean and I, we went and saw the the much-anticipated Pig, which we talked about on the podcast a a few weeks ago. (laughs) This was Nick Cage trying to track down his truffle pig for uh, about an hour and a half. Um, (laughs) Sean, how'd you feel about Pig? We haven't talked about it at all. I'm curious I, to hear your takes. I really enjoyed Pig. Um, I even love it even more when I tell people to go see it because I'm like, oh, you should go see the movie Pig. And they're like, you mean Babe? <laughs> like, what are you talking about? <laughs> yeah. 
I'm like, no, it's really good. It's about a truffle pig. And they're like, what? <laughs> so, so then you have to send them the, the, the trailer and then they still have mixed How is Nick Cage reactions. not like a, not like one of your top like selling points when you're telling someone about it? Because usually people would yeah, be out like, if I told them that it was Nick Cage. It'd be like, oh, really? I don't know. Is he uh, still doing Maybe movies? that's my problem. I always start off with Nick Cage being in it. It's got Nick Cage and a pig, and everyone's like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, I really enjoyed it. I thought, you know, it was a good length, hour and a half. Um, was pretty fast. I don't think it really um, was slow in any oh, yeah. character development. Like, it just kept going from one thing to the next. Um, oh, yeah, it I liked, chops. Yeah, I liked the the just food chef aspect of it. Um, but then also that it's sort of like a, I don't even know if you would call it action packed, but, um, I would say kind of thriller aspects of it. Um, and I liked how contained the characters were. It it didn't really do much character development besides the two sort of protagonists. Um, yeah. And I just liked not having to learn all these different you know people it was just really what happened with nick cage and what is this little kid how is he involved with it um but i really enjoyed it i thought it was good um it was really fun to see nick cage in kind of a more serious movie um and because i think he i think he has really good um character analysis on when he does have pretty good writing i think he can kind of live up to it and i think a lot of his recent movies are just looking at his filmography he will just do these trash you know trashly written movies if that's a word um and he doesn't have much to work with but i thought this movie he had a lot to work with on just the character development and the non-verbals because he doesn't speak a lot in the movie but no i was good i recommend it so this one i felt very similarly actually to how i felt about the green knight really Um, except this one could elevate into enjoyability because it had nick cage Mm. nick cage elevated this movie yeah um dev patel is in the green knight and i really like dev patel but he is not to the level where he can elevate a movie on his own in the same way that nick cage could and so i enjoyed to see nick cage in this movie and that's pretty much it it was just pig i thought was just a little like again like a little too bizarre for me they're they're trying to again very similar to green knight where it's like you're trying to tell me something is going on here and i don't i'm not like inferring what you're trying i'm not picking up what you're laying down but um nick cage like cruising around portland with uh with a dude trying to track down a pig was pretty enjoyable i think i went into it with like the expect expectation that it was going to be john wick but with a pig and it's definitely not that oh, it's a no. much like more like yeah it's a very like mellow like vibe sesh of a movie it's not yeah. not an action movie gotcha. really at all. I was expecting but it mo- like sean saying it moved it moves fast like there's it's there's always you know on to the next thing on to the next thing on to the next thing yeah but um it was yeah, good. I wasn't really sure what the the point of it was. <laughs> hmm. But I would show this to people who are Nick Cage haters who say he's just, you know, a psychopath. Yeah, it definitely helped his stock, I feel like. He has psychopath moments in this movie, but um it's I, definitely not my favorite Nick Cage performance, but it's enjoyable. I feel like every three to four years Nick Cage will have a movie. And it sort of just keeps him like above water. Where it's sort of like, yeah, you know, he is really good. It's a little bit like Adam Sandler. I feel like sometimes, (laughs) you know, people can be like, oh, Adam Sandler's an idiot. And then he does something like Uncut Gems, which people can hate on that movie. But he was a he had a pretty good performance in it. And then it just kind of keeps his uh, keeps his hopes alive. Yeah, I'm. Yeah, I don't know. I think Nick Cage is good in everything, (laughs) even in bad movies. uh, Like he's the redeeming quality. So. Uh, I don't know if I agree with that, but I see like why other people would think that. Are you gonna go see it, Rudy? Yeah, I'd like to see it. I was trying to see if I could see it for free somehow on like streaming, but I don't know that we can. <laughs> <laughs> I have to might have to pay money for it, which would be less than ideal. 
Speaking of streaming movies, that ties into our third movie of the week. That's right. No other podcasts are doing three movies in a week, as well as like 15 No trailers. one's doing that. No one's doing this. No <laughs> one's doing podcasts like Loose Concept is doing podcasts. Our, our, the last movie we're going to talk about here is uh, No Sudden Move, which is uh, on HBO Max. Um, I think we all watched this, right? Sure did. Yes. John and Rudy, you guys both watched this? Well, I have a confession to make. I didn't watch the whole thing. I got about uh, three quarters of the way through, and I just couldn't do it anymore. This is a, talk about what? a snooze fest. This is like grade grade A oh, snooze man. fest right here. What really? a confusing freaking movie! I feel like it was so much. Like I needed someone next to me to like explain what was going on throughout the whole thing. There <laughs> really? were so many scenes where I was just like, "What the heck?" I feel like I'm on an island over you know here. I mean? Did you like it, Sean? I I liked it. What did you like about it? I thought it was like an old 80s or 90s espionage thriller where it was just a slow burn. Um, you're, I, I liked the guessing game of it's constantly trying to up the ante. Um, and you don't know how far or who's going to get shot when a door opens or... Um, uh, what Don oh. Cheadle's gonna do? What wait, wait a second, John. Torah was gonna do. Elijah, did you make it to the big cameo at the end? Towards the end? Oh no! I, Shoot. I mean, Ray Liotta was that the no. cameo? I don't trust anybody who hasn't seen the whole movie to Dude. talk about it. Yeah. Dude, nothing was happening. They kept like going from place to place. Yeah. They would go somewhere, and then nothing <laughs> no. would happen there. And then they go to another place, and then nothing would happen there. And then they go to another place, and nothing. They kept nothing. Ha- nothing kept happening. No, you're right. I like. I don't think the cameo saves the movie, but. You want me to tell you who it is? Yeah, if you're if you have plans for watching No Sudden Move, and I haven't totally just ruined it for you by now. Spoiler alert! Uh, skip ahead yeah. like a while. Okay, Matt Damon makes an appearance in a pretty critical role. Oh yeah, yeah, that would have really brought yeah. the movie around for me. <laughs> well, he so he shows up and he's like this rich like motor executive. He's kind of like outside of the four, the big four, and like he basically has this monologue where he talks about how he always ends up on top and always like gets the money and then this money the, right after that like the money gets passed around to four different people and then it ends up getting back to him with like more on top of it somehow so it's kind of like yeah a funny twist but like unsatisfying in that like he was kind of a douche and ended up being right about himself so he ends up winning the movie basically he kind of ends up right Sean if I, got, if I remember correctly well yeah, I mean, he basically gets all the money back. Um, but I thought it was interesting that Kurt uh, Goins, who's that's Don Cheadle's character, he ends up yeah. um, at the end of the movie just getting back the money. He just wants $5,000 back, which is the original amount that he signed up for because he just wants to buy that land yeah. back from. So I thought that was interesting. He basically survives and just walks away with the $5,000 that he wanted to get three days ago um anyway yeah i i don't know i mean the title of the movie no sudden move it is a slow burn there aren't any sudden moves <laughs> no um, yeah i didn't i didn't think about that but that's very apropos there's <laughs> no sudden moves happen in the movie yeah there's a lot of big big actors in it you know david harbour it was really funny to see him as this um suburban dad type character that really doesn't have any like you know just being in in stranger things as hopper um he you know was like the i feel like one of the central characters in there and in this he's just kind of yeah he's like rudy said he's kind of cheating on his wife but he's not Um, like committing to it he's just like a weird like yeah I like to know what Juke, who is his actual <laughs> he's not son, to cheating. Well, he's like he's like um, he, his wife thinks nothing of him, and his like is uh, what is what is the person you have an affair with? His mistress thinks nothing of him. Like his, so, he's just like yeah, not he's not committing to anything. <laughs> you know what I mean? I have a confession to make. I kind of hate David Harbor. I'm not a David Harbor guy at all. I could see that really. Coming. I haven't seen him in much. I I watched his uh, his uh, Architectural Digest. Uh, open door where they walked around his apartment and he just seemed like a pretentious like yeah turd he just seemed like the worst he definitely seems like the worst outside of movies i feel like he's great in stranger things though did you guys think that scene was funny though when they another day when they go to their house and they're sort of one by one kind of telling them like don't scream 
I thought that was I've never seen that in a it's movie. Bizarre, kind of bizarre, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Great way to uh, great tutorial on how to like hold someone at gunpoint there. Yeah, I guess. What would you so. do on a normal Monday? I thought it was funny. Noah Jupe plays um, Matthew Wirtz Jr., the son, and he just seemed like the man of the house. Um, he's like I don't know. It, just, it was funny to see him in that in that character, um, kind of just like trying to figure things out. I thought he could have been more in more of the movie. Um, yeah, I feel like that kid is and, like we talk about Matt Damon and Ben Affleck like standing out in a movie. For some reason, that kid has like <laughs> such like a it's not a very distinct face, but his facial expressions I think are very distinct. So it's like I can't see him and not think of the other. What was that other movie he was in that was like Honey Boy? Honey Boy? Honey Boy? Yeah. But there's something else. He's in too. Ford and versus Ferrari. Ford versus Ferrari. He was his son there too. Yeah. Oh, he's just like right. very yeah. like. I don't know. I feel like he's going to stand out. He's going to get typecast. He's going to get typecast as a son. He's only ever a son. Yeah. <laughs> so thing, exactly. He's going to get older. He's a son in Honey Boy, and then he was a son in Ford versus Ferrari, and now he's a son in... Uh, I guess everybody's technically a son when you think about... Or I mean, there's not a whole lot of characters he can play at, like, but. 14. He's not going to play the, the president at 14. <laughs> he's a dad at 14. Okay, Sean, you brought up the good point, though. The real reason we even sat down to have this podcast is to talk about what's going on with Brandon Frazier. Because yeah. the, the man who gave us a, a chin George line in Tarzan, or yeah, George of the Jungle and The Mummy, just like jacked, classic hero, has become devolved into this weird, like, bloated, just like hair thinning strange looking guy what yeah. is happening to brandon frazier i've heard i read an article that his friends are okay. worried about him yeah well i think brandon frazier um, yeah i know this is sort this. of like the comeback comeback for him and he had like he was like one of those me too things too so like Ooh. he i think he just went through some rough he went through some rough times that i think were not of his own doing and uh sort of lost his uh his his mojo i think a little gotcha. bit so i think he's trying to get it back I, I don't know. I I thought he was good in this movie, like for yeah. that character. Like I thought he he was like that. He was one of the redeeming qualities in the movie, in my opinion. Sure, but it's yeah, just not he was Brandon good. Frazier. Yeah, I read something about it because I was so shocked to see um, him in this movie. He is playing a character in a movie called The Whale, um, where he's a reclusive English teacher suffering from severe obesity. So I think he Oof. was preparing for that role when this was filming and i think that's why potentially the, the an article i was reading said said that he was putting on weight for that role um when he was also filming this in his defense though brendan fraser he's a 52 year old dude like most guys when they get to 52 <laughs> look more like brendan fraser than any other hollywood actor like right True. so like at least he's just portrayed like a normal 52 like i don't know <laughs> Yeah, I feel bad bashing on Pete. Like I wouldn't want to bash on any actor or actress for their uh, their. Oh uh, come on! The way they look. I'm not bashing. I'm just concerned. I feel like he went. It's you know, if one day we saw Brad Pitt, he looks like a normal 52 year old dude. But he was like, <laughs> like he was know. a not normal 40 year old looking guy, right? Like, it's not like he. True. You know, when uh, Matthew Perry <laughs> becomes a normal 52 year old looking dude, you're like, okay, I could kind of see the writing on the wall. <laughs> you know, if Brad Pitt became if Brad Pitt looked like Brandon Fraser in five years, even though he's already like in his fifties, we'd be like, "What's going on, Brad? Like you had a six pack, you know, six years ago. What, <laughs> how, how, what happened?" I, I disagree. I disagree. I just think like he's just like Brad Pitt is the the exception, not the the rule. Like he's not the norm. Brendan Fraser is the norm. Like he's just happening what happens to people normally. You get old and you get get bigger. Like it's just the way yeah, it goes. Whatever. You just sound like you're a, you're a, you're fat phobic. I'm really not. I'm really not. Like I'm just me. concerned about my my <laughs> idol, Brendan Fraser. If he's happy, whatever. <laughs> he's happy. We're happy. The National Enquirer is saying he's eating himself to death. Man. Oh no! People are being cruel to Brendan Fraser. Yeah, what the, the National Enquirer is brutal. So are you guys both thumbs down on this movie? Thumbs up on Brendan Fraser. Thumbs down on this movie. Big yeah. I'm also two thumbs. I'm also big thumbs down because, um, like I had high expectations of being a Steven Soderbergh. I was like, oh, sick, love him. Yeah, 
That was the main reason. That was the main reason we uh, we wanted to watch it and talk about it on yeah. the podcast because we're generally generally pro Steven Soderbergh. But this I felt just felt like a miss for me. There just wasn't like it just wasn't happening. I don't know. I tried to. So that was part of the deal. Is like I I I tried to start watching it like four times and I just couldn't kept not being able to get into it. I think I watched it like. To ten minutes in, like four times. That's one thing I'm gonna look at you. <laughs> Nothing about it pulls you in. Nothing about it is. It, it's just like so slow and nothing's happening and then you get 20 minutes in and it's like oh now something's happening and then nothing happens there's no sudden moves <laughs> in a movie called no sudden move i should have known i'm the idiot yeah that's what it all boils down to <laughs> yeah i mean it's not i don't think it's that rewatchable but i enjoyed it i don't know maybe i need to give it another try maybe i need to finish it get to the maybe the matt damon cameo will really turn it around for where me, did you stop it. it what was the last thing that you saw uh, he was talking to Ray Liotta. I'm also very out on Ray Liotta, so that was also a uh, negative. Oh, okay. Mad on a lot of people in this movie. You didn't get to the end of the discussion at the restaurant. Uh, I didn't get to the restaurant. Oh, okay. I was at Ray Liotta's, Ray Liotta's house. Oh. Yeah, I don't, I don't I'm know. i pick it back up, to be honest with you. Yeah, probably not. What are we doing next week? Yeah. yeah, what do you want to do next week? I forgot to mention on my trip, I was uh, in Rome driving around the Vatican City, and I came to a street, and I was like, holy crap, this is the street where they filmed Mission Impossible 3, I think. What? <laughs> That's what? where he's going, up the Vatican. I was like, this is the road. Yeah, it's tight. I forgot you hadn't, you've never seen Mission Impossible. This was a, this no. a new thing for you. It was a new thing for me. I was like, what? Brad was here. That's pretty um, cool. Oh, also, yeah. Well, never mind. What do we want to watch next week? <laughs> what are you going to say? Well, I was going to say... You can't start off like that. I was just going to say that watching on the plane, The Last Samurai... Ah, uh, yeah. ...really pulled in deeper into the Bradverse and, like... Um, the Bradverse. The Bradverse. The, not the, the Cruiseverse. The Cruiseverse. I'm sorry. Brad. Brad's on my mind. <laughs> Brad Pitt. Uh, the Cruiseverse. And... Uh, <laughs> just you know the way he sold out for that freaking stupid movie i was uh you know starting to come around on him maybe i don't know he's uh something's going on it was the high altitude but uh <laughs> i just like tom cruise is falling yeah the last samurai is, a, is an all-time cruise performance yep. maybe the best cruise hair in a movie yep. i think yeah probably i would say so just great Great cruise vibes all around. He's just like a fish out of water. He's he's a, he's a dork, and it's great. But he's also very intense. Um, that movie gets a bad rap. We were talking about this, so we have a loose a uh, loose concept group chat. We were talking about this in the loose concept uh, message chat. But the movie gets a bad rap as being a white savior movie, and it's really not. It's like Tom Cruise comes in trying to white savior them, and then they lose. So like it's it's really just like a, a, a white. <laughs> guy who helps but doesn't really help at all movie than a white savior well yeah i got you kind of it's kind of true they lose with honor underrated movie in my opinion probably too long definitely too long <laughs> how long is the wrong run time um I too think long it's like four hours no it's like three hours i think yeah oh wow we're uh, but on this podcast, I've made it very clear that I'm a big time Ken Watanabe fan, yes. and uh, he is stellar in that movie. So good, so good. Yeah, so that's all I had to say. Hey, he's um, in the new Godzilla. Yeah, he sure is. Yeah, he's excellent in the new Godzilla too. <laughs> I feel like I liked him more in this than the new Godzilla because the new Godzilla is <laughs> just like very doesn't he blow himself Let up. Let them fight, Godzilla. <laughs> Godzilla. He's the best. He's just the best. In Godzilla King of the Monsters, where he goes down to visit Godzilla and he's like crying. So good. So good. Also in this in the, the last samurai, Hiro Hiroyuki Sanada is the other guy who's like always plays samurais and things, and he's really good too. Yeah. Just a great movie. The Last Samurai. That's our unsolicited recommendation of the week. Boom. Next week on the podcast, we're breaking out. And getting back to our roots. I guess we're not breaking out. We're getting back to our roots. We're doing one movie. Next week's movie is the Ben Affleck classic, The Accountant. Will we be uh, sharing our thoughts on 
Ben Affleck and Jennifer Lopez's uh, re- reignited uh, romantic relationships? Yes. Possibly. Oh, possibly. Yes. Will I be sharing my takes on uh, on The Accountant? Definitely. Sweet. 1,000%. Looking forward to it. Glad Get to be ready. back on the wagon, boys. Usually when you fall off the wagon, it's a bad thing, and it's true, and I'm back on it, yeah. We're back. Back on the pod wagon. Back with our pod addiction, baby. It's pod week. Maybe we'll do uh, do more episodes than just one episode every three weeks, but no promises. <laughs> <laughs> it's a summer, man. Everybody's yeah, you know, doing our kids. It's tough, you know? The Last Samurai surprisingly filmed in New Zealand as well. I forgot to bring Hilarious. that up. Great movie about oh, Japan yeah. filmed in New Zealand. You'll love so to funny. See anyway. All right. Thanks, everyone, for listening. Make sure to do all those things like subscribing and stuff. Resubscribing. We'll hear you, see you next week. Remember to always keep, keep it, it loose. And keep it conceptual. You gotta try this blowhole thing, man. This well dude is giving me a brain freeze. I'll have what she's having. I still love you, baby. Oh, you poor sad multimillionaire. I feel so sorry for you. I was right. I think I liked you better when you were drunk. No, my ears are fine. We definitely have an out-of-tune player. You are a sad, strange little man, and you have my pity. Farewell.